Attention, please. Attention, please. Get ready for another Brothers 3 podcast for September 9th, 2018. And how y'all doing, fam? I say, how are you doing? That's what's up. It's been a whole week. And I've been itching to get up at you. So we're about to start up. This music right here, I was putting together the episode... It felt kind of fitting. And if you were, you know, early 2000s rap fan, you probably, you probably bobbing a little bit. And if you're not, that's cool. Just know, this, this episode, this right here, this is a subliminal shot. Let everybody know, you know, that you're going to ante up on this one. Oh, yes. You're going to run some jewels on this one. Or you're going to whoop me one. Not me. Just a saying my mom used to say. You're going to do it or whoop me one. So yeah, we about to get our respect on this one. This is this this got to happen, right? So a lot of things happened in the news, and it was super. Every time, because I had the episode in my brain, I kept things kept happening. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put that in it. I'm gonna put that in. It. I'm gonna put that in. It. So now it's time to put up a shut up, right? So looking on the news and the dog on Twitter sphere, you gotta watch yourself on that Twitter sphere, right? Uh, what's my man's name? I don't know his actual name, but the brother Elroy from the Cosby's. And if you haven't seen it, I guess times have been hard. So, brother Elroy, he they somebody snapped a picture of him. And he working a cashier at Home Depot, you know, and he he's a little older now, so he has a little reading glasses on, has a little beard, and he was he was punching in something. And you know, when you get a little old, you got to kind of look over your glasses, kind of put your head back. Okay, where's the number? Where, where's the button for, for for the timber? Timber, it's called timber. Okay, <laughs> Where, where's the number for the timber? And he like he was in mid press, and the woman was like, "Oh my gosh, I found Elroy from the Cosby's." So then, everybody started clowning him. Oh my goodness, you was on the Cosby's, and this, that, another, and you now you broke this, that, another, and then some of the women was like on the Twitter sphere. Uh, at least he out here working. He a good man. You saw the way he treated the light-skinned sister on the Cosby's. I want to say, I want to say, okay. I want to say her name was Sophia, but I know that ain't right. That's the old lady from the Golden Girls. Right? My man never said a mumbling word. You know, he out there, he doing what he's supposed to do. He grinding. So anyway, some of the women's like, yeah, he a good dude. He out here, he ain't on the Survivor shows, or he not on no reality TV. He just making a quiet, humble existence. Never said nothing. So then, a couple of days later, in real talk, some of these ladies who was taking up for Elroy wouldn't have, wouldn't have even, you know, dated a man who had a, a regular job. You know, they got to have, oh, you don't have a Maserati. You don't have you know, all these fancy things. A lot of times, trying to date somebody now is almost like, uh, like trying to get a, a credit loan or something. Oh, what do you do for a living? How much do you get paid? And what's your net worth? No, no but anyway. So then a couple of days later, he was on Good Morning America. And he was like, look, I don't know what y'all bothering me for. Look, I'm out here hustling, just getting mine. I ain't bothering nobody. Leave me be. And then real talk, you know, he was like, y'all didn't even like me on the Cosby show. I wasn't your favorite. Y'all all liked uh Bud. And you like it was some disdain in his voice, and you think he'd be over it. But he, he was like, "Yeah, y'all like Bud, and then y'all like the brother with the admiral suit on, and then y'all even like the brother who's on the show one time with the Mitch Matt socks. Y'all love him, but what happened to poor Elroy? 
you know, me and Sophia, we had our two little bad twins. And then they just, you know, he wrote him off the show. So he, real talk, I want to say they cut his mic before Elroy said it. He was like, y'all can kiss my bleep. And then I was, he stormed off. And I was like, man, he he about that life. He's like, I'm real dude out here doing real things. Let me be. And then look how the Lord moves. He wasn't looking for no attention or notoriety. The woman who actually took the picture, she went on Twitter and said, I apologize. I didn't mean to make the Twitter sphere do that. But you don't, God used negativity to make some positivity happen. Because guess what? Tyler Perry saw on, and saw how people was um, making fun of him. Tyler Perry hit him in the, in the, in the Twitter sphere. Like, yo, man, I didn't know you was out here doing bad. And Elroy was like, look, uh, mind your business. Go wear a dress somewhere. Or, you know, I go get one of these discount hammers and, and do something to you. And Tyler Perry, like, it ain't even like that. It ain't like that. I want you to be on my TV show. Elroy was like, for real, for real? He put the FR, FR. And then Tyler Perry hit him with the with the emoji. Like, for sure, for sure. I don't know what that would be. F-O-S-H-O? F-O-S-H-O? Yeah, for sure, for sure. So now my man acting again. But just the problem. I don't know if y'all remember... Elroy was not very likable and, and sorry to say not very talented did not like every episode he remember the one episode where they showed Sandra that was that girl's name they Elroy and Sandra went they had their own place they had moved out and got their own place and it was like a crack den and then Cliff and Claire went to the to the apartment and and then Elroy and Sandra was trying to make it purposely look like they was doing even worse. Y'all remember that episode? He wasn't likable in that. Uh, and then he ended up giving, they Cliff and Claire ended up giving Elroy and Sandra some money. Or they got to move back in the house or something like that. I don't know. But Elroy was kind of a scrub. He was. The only thing he did, he had them cute little babies with Sandra. That was the best thing he ever did. Real talk, Elroy was the Cosby version of Ray J. No, Kevin Fetline. I got in. I <laughs> caught her. Got him. And now you on there on Easy Street. Perfect example. Does anybody remember him on the episode with the sweet sauce? Remember the sauce makers? It was everybody at the table. And you eat the sauce. It was like some mm-hmm sauce. And it made everybody want to go upstairs and do the grown-up. Y'all remember that? He was in that episode. Or maybe he wasn't. I don't even... <laughs> but that's the, the point. He didn't stand out. Oh, Remember the episode when they was dancing? You know the nighttime, night and day. It's the right time, night and day. For making... Yeah, well, guess what? He was in that episode. Do you remember? See, I made that up. I don't even know if he's in that episode. But that's what I'm saying. He went to obscurity because he wasn't a good actor. That's fine. But now we're pulling him back in the limelight. So get ready for Mo. Not good acting by Elroy. Thank you, Twittersphere. Thank you for uh, the nosy woman who's snapping pictures trying to get likes and retweets on Twitter. All right, y'all. The next part is going to be uh, it's gonna be part BTP News, but it's also going to be a little bit back in my day. All right? So first, the BTP News part. Uh, there's a young singer... Her name's Ariana Grande. Um, and apparently she performed at 
Aretha Franklin's uh, home going or funeral service, whatever you call it. She was up there and she sung some song. I didn't see it. That makes a part of BTP News, Uninformed News. Um, but a preacher man came up there and I guess he did some of the eulogy. That's what they called it. But I think she had three preachers do the eulogy because when you big time like that, you got to have three home going services. All right? So. Once Ariana Grande get finished singing and see, I'm 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 a little bit older, so like when I think about young teen pop stars, I still think of Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, and they are almost pushing forty. So that lets you know that I'm not really up on the times, but I do know this young lady. I know of her. So she's up there. She got finished singing, and then the preacher man. He comes up and he's like, everyone give her a round of applause uh, for Ariana Grande. And then he made some corny joke. You know, the man's like 60. He's like, Ariana Grande, that sounds like something off the Taco Bell menu. I don't know whether to to hug you uh, or take a bite out of you. Hum, 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 hum. And he kind of like came at her or something. And he's like, oh, we're just playing with you. This is God's house. And all the people in church are like, oh, you know, ha, ha, ha. So I guess when he, when he gave her the hug he was because they're both facing the same way so it's like that one arm you put your arm around somebody he uh he put it like around uh like a rib cage i guess and i mean i saw the pictures but i didn't see what was claimed by some of the people there which was um the preacher man's like his first uh first two or three finger segments i guess you call them where you take your fingerprints at they were kind of on the, the woman's uh, chichi meat. That's uh, the that's the G-rated version. Sam breast, chesticles. He, so I guess like the first three fingers kind of like kind of kind of teased in, in around that area. I guess. I, I mean, I saw the picture. I didn't see nothing. But I mean, so everyone was like, and plus he's in front of a church. So what he really grabbed? But people were saying, oh, the preacher man grabbed Ariana Grande's chichi meat. And I'm saying maybe them, them them three finger pads maybe it jiggled maybe touched it but she's a small lady not a lot of not a lot of uh, you know space there so maybe I don't know you know but she she ain't say nothing but and then everyone was and he, then the preacher man made it weird by saying you know oh I'm I'm just a sixty seven year old man but by, by the grace of God you know I got a daughter how old are you Ariana Grande and the girl said like twenty three twenty four like, oh yeah I got daughters around your age and and he I guess at nice the boob touch he was like and then my daughter tell me I shouldn't touch people like that but here I go touching people like that God saved me from messy but I guess you know I'm still a little messy at heart ha 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 we had fun in the church. Let church say amen. Everybody like, mm-hmm, amen, pastor. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I what My problem is with this is the young girl, Ariana Grande, she got fiancé. You know, he's a younger guy, 20-something. I'm assuming she's 23. Got to be in the same age group. The problem I got with this is He's supposed to, before the internet, anybody said anything, when the preacher man put his hands on her, and then, you know, he's supposed to, his spice sense is supposed to be tingling, like, oh, hey, uh, man of God, uh, get your hands off him before I lay some hands on you. I don't like what I'm seeing. Check yourself for your record self in the name of God, name of Jesus Christ. May the church say amen. And so, and, and okay, I'm going to tell you, young ladies, the problem I got with 
younger guys, like you know, early twenties, when he's just kind of start feeling himself. You can tell if, if your man is about that action. And when I say it's about that action, that's my way of saying throwing caution to the wind and, and, and commit a crime of passion <laughs> or do something reckless and stupid because that's how much you love you. Okay, perfect example. Nowadays, I hear so many young girls, they, they say, oh, well, you know, I was having a problem in my job. I called my boyfriend crying. And then he was like, baby, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm okay. But it's just that somebody smacked me on my butt. And then the guy was like, oh, well, I'm on my way up there right now. Let me just pause this Madden 2019 or 2K19, whatever y'all call it. And then l- let me put on my $300 gym shoes. And I got to make sure my hat match. And then I'm going to drive. I'm going to ask my mom to buy a car. And I'm going to come up there and handle that business. And she's like, no, no, please don't do that. I just want to let you know. I just want to let you know that I'm okay. And But it did happen. Like, okay, you sure? Because I'm about to pause this game. You know, you can't pause when you play on the internet. You can't pause it. But I was going to take take a loss on my record to, 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 take, to take care of that. And then she's like, no, please don't. But thank you for doing it. And then you want to tell somebody, yeah, my dude is all about shivery. Because uh, he said what he was about to do. I'm going to let you young ladies know that ain't what a man of action is about. Okay, so now the back in my day part. Back in my day, brought to you by Nostalgia. Look, I'm not very proud of this, but I do think it's funny. So I'm going to talk about it. And it's the, the duality that I want to bring up. All right, so let's say about 20 years ago, something like that, had a little girlfriend. She was at her job at the hospital, and she had been telling me that, uh, you know, she was just kind of worried about certain things, one doctor in particular. Not necessarily worried, but just didn't like the way he talked to her. I was like, Are you, you know, you good? And she, she's like, yeah, it's just, it kind of weighs on me. Okay, cool. So one day, actually one night, about 10 o'clock, I supposed to pick it up in like 20 minutes. Uh, she calls me crying. I say, what's wrong with you? And so she called me crying. I already knew, okay, she's at work right now. So this has got to do something probably with this doctor. I'm going to go ahead and handle this business, right? So she's telling me I'm putting on my boots. She's like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to alarm you or nothing, but, you know, just the this, this doctor made me feel real bad and kind of disrespected me and this, this that, and other. I said, okay, cool. Click. Just hang up. Ain't nothing else to talk about because I already kind of made up my mind. You know, me and this doctor's going to have to come to some kind of understanding. Now, this is, you know, like I say, 20 years ago. So it was after 9 o'clock. My minutes was free. She calls me back. By the time she calls me back, I'm already suited and ready to go, ready, ready to leave out the house. So she like, what you about to do? I said, I ain't about to do nothing. I'm, I'm going to pick you up in 20 minutes. I ain't about to do nothing. Little did she know I had my boots on, my black boots, my black pants, and I had my black T-shirt on. Now, the black T-shirt, again, it's 20 years ago. Um, shirt, it was kind of, it looked kind of like a Master P album cover, if, if you get that. So it was black, it had like gold rhinestones and stuff, and it had like a dollar sign say Hustle or something. You know, it looked real cheesy, uh, real doughboyish, but I mean, that's kind of what the style. But it's still incognito, doing a black hat. So I said, look, I, I'll be there, come pick you up, you know. Bye. Click, hang up. So now, 
I'm running to the hospital. I'm not walking. I'm running. And if you know, brother number one, I ain't built for running. I'm built for speed, not for comfort. But I got to, I got to take care of this covert mission and then go pick my girl up. Because, you know what I'm saying, I, 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 the disrespect will not stand. I won't let it go. And I'm ready to throw it all on the line. To let them know, you know, that they ain't, that they ain't, this ain't what we do. Not not around here. Not around Chiang, right? So I go in the park a lot of this hospital. Walk past the, the little guard shack or whatever. It's a little guard up in there. Okay, it's a dude walking. He ain't paying me no attention. That's exactly what I want. I'm blending into the night. I'm all blacked out. All black everything. So now I'm walking around this, I'm walking around this parking lot. I'm trying to care. Everybody come out wearing scrubs. I know the dude's name. I just kind of like, I'm looking, okay, he look kind of young. No, he probably ain't no doctor. Let him go. I'm, again, I ain't about to hurt nobody, but I just got to make my presence known because sometimes dudes disrespect because they don't realize there's something bigger, darker, and blacker in these streets waiting for that disrespect to arise. You dig what I'm saying? So I finally, I see somebody, like, yeah, that might be him. Got a little salt and pepper hair. He wearing scrubs on this little cell phone. He looked way too important to be concerned about his surroundings with a little leather satchel around. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's this is perfect. So I'm walking and while he's walking, I'm kinda gauging the way he's kinda what direction he's walking. So I say, Okay, yeah, we're going around this that direction. So like now we're about fifteen feet apart. I'm like, whatever, let's just give him a name. Doctor Johnson. And you look up, he he like, yes, because you know, he's an intellectual, he's brain on situation he don't understand trouble knocking on his door so they like yeah I'm like yeah uh, uh let's see you uh we got we gotta have a conversation he said about what again he ain't really he looking for security with security sitting in his little guard shack watching the black and white tv watching reruns of good time and mr johnson dr johnson you ain't about to have no good time in this parking lot so i'm like yeah I, uh, uh, my my girl keeps saying you uh you you, you real disrespectful. And he's like, oh, no, no, it's not this, it's that. Now he copping deuces. Again, he's looking around. Now, now I think about it, why ain't he just use his cell phone to call the police? I don't know. But he's shaking like booty meat. There's a little hand shaking or whatever. I'm like, uh, yeah, man, because, you know, I'm that's that's my lady, man. I don't, you know, I don't appreciate disrespect. You disrespect her. Pretty much you disrespect me, and I, I really don't stand much for disrespect. I think you look at the black hat, the black boots, the black pants. The Master P Hustle Hard emblem, and maybe got the impression that well, maybe I meant him bodily harm. I'm not gonna say I wanted to put his mind at ease. I kind of wanted him to get that impression. So he's like, no, 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 there's no misunderstanding. This, that, another. He say, I said, okay, cool. So he puts his hand out to shake it, and I do see a noticeable shake. So I look at his hand. I look at him. Shake his hand, and I'm walking away. And he say, oh, you don't have to worry. I'm not gonna. Like, uh, get her kicked out the program or whatever. And that's when I kind of cocked my head and had to turn back around. I looked at him. I said, uh, bruh, um, I'm not really even concerned about that because this time you saw me because I want you to see me. The next time I had to, we had this conversation, you won't see me. And just pimped off. Then I ran myself home, got in my car, drove back up to the hospital, changed my clothes, obviously. And my girl came out. She was hyperventilating. She's like, what'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? Because I stopped answering my phone. I said, I ain't do nothing. She was like, what? no, what did you do? I said, I ain't do nothing. She started crying. I said, I'm scared I'm going to get kicked out of my uh, program or whatever. I said, for what? What'd you do? You ain't do nothing. 
nah, but nah, it's just, it's just, look, man, the dude was shaking like booty meat. I almost gave him a tip, a couple singles. You good. We ain't going to have, he, it's nothing. And I drove off. Anyway, what I'm saying is, like, I'm older now. I, you know, there's better ways to deal with that. I know now. You go to the HR department, human resources, and, you know, file formal complaints. There's other things you can do. Don't get me wrong. But when your young man, if you got a young man, if he tell you, girl, I almost did this, I almost did that. No, no. He wants the kudos for having a mouthpiece, but he don't want, you, know, you got to put it all on the line, baby. That's all there is to it. So, any on the grind days, dude. Should have went up there, whooped that preacher man, choked him out with the little thing. Just, just that's just me. You ain't gonna just, you ain't gonna shimmy shake my lady jiggly bits on national TV laughing about it. That just, that ain't, that ain't the cloth I'm cut from. All right, so this next story is a lot of people's favorite story about my mom because she's 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 a good woman, she's a great woman. But same time, she you know you do what you gotta do, and and they a lot of people say this the most gangster thing they ever heard a mama do, which maybe it is, maybe it ain't. But it's my mama. I love her. I think it's funny, so I'm about to share it. Okay, so check this out. When I was 14. I was old enough to get a summer job. And summer jobs was kind of a big deal to me. Growing up with no money, it was like, you mean to tell me I can actually make my own money? Now, the summer job was pretty much from the first week, no, first week of summer vacation to like three months in, you got to work. You got to work, making minimum wage, which was full 25 an hour. And I was able, you had to work from 8 to 12, so four hours. And I was just doing the math in my head, like, okay, I'm old enough to make. I was like, man, 425 uh, for four hours, for five times a day, for three months. I don't know what the math, what the math is on that, but that, you know, because I wasn't good at math. But I double-checked it, triple-checked it, and I was like, okay, cool. This is this is my summer right here. This is what's up. So the plan was to work the summer job and save up. For school clothes. Like, I'm going to be fresh to death, man. I got three months. I'm going to be fresh to death. I'm going to a little Chinese spot up the street. Give me some knockoff jeans for 20 bucks a pop. But you have to wash them before you uh, put them on new white socks on top of white shoes because the the, the blue jean ink didn't dry all the way. Oh, man, I'm going to give me some of the, not the fubu, but the poo-boo because the P looked just like the F, but the P was closed. Yeah, man, yeah, I'm about to. Matter of fact, no, I don't even want that. I want some dickies. Now, if you don't know, dick is a work pants. Really cheap, super durable. Spanish cats in California used to wear them. Snoop Dogg used to wear them. Bone Thugs and Harmony used to wear them. And guess what? Brother number one is going to wear them. Make my money stretch. Well, you had to work three weeks before you got your first check. So I'm sitting there working. And the closer we get to payday, I got it marked on the calendar. I mean, I'm really, I'm really ready for it. The closer we get to payday, my mind like, well, wait a minute, uh, Tony. You ain't just got to buy clothes. I'm like, well, explain, brain. It's like, well, money can be exchanged for goods and services. I'm like, yeah, but I want the clothes. Like, no, no, no. Think bigger, my brother. Think bigger. Like, what? How about instead of pants, why don't you get you some pants and PlayStation games? And I'm like, whoa, you just blew my mind. My brain like, hear me out. Hear me out. You can spend half your money on 
your clothes and have the money on PlayStation games. I'm like, that sounds awesome. My brain was like, nah, nah, how about we just do this? We buy two, three pairs of pants and buy all PlayStation junk food and fast food. I'm like, brain, I like the way you're thinking. So we're getting close to payday. And after me working my four hours in the hot sun, come home with a little piece of paper in my pocket. And I'm like, uh, just got paid. Uh, uh, Friday night. I'm at the I'm in the front room, brother number two sitting at the table. And I'm I'm dude, I already got my mind. You know how kids get gas. I'm about to do this, man. I'm about to get my perm, because I had a perm back then. I'm gonna get my perm fresh for school, but they already oh, I'm a killer, but a killer, right? Okay, cool. So my mom comes out the back room. She's like, Oh Tony, you, you got paid. Today's payday, right? I look at the calendar, big old X and say Tony's payday on there with a circle around there. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, what no since denied, like, oh, you happy for me too? Like I'm happy for me too. She was like, yeah, I need you to um, give me that check so I can go ahead and pay Snipsco. And I'm like, uh, do do what now? She said, I need you to sign the back of the check. That way I can go up there, cash it, and hurry up now because I got to do it before the, before the bank's closed. Like I, they're going to turn these lights off. And I'm like, I'm not giving you my check. And she was like, no, no, quit playing. I like, go ahead. Everybody live in this house. Everybody got a pitch in. I give you money back when I get paid. I'm like, but today is my payday. When is your pay? I ain't say that. I'm like, my today is my payday. Tony's pay. You don't. Your payday is later. I know. I don't want to do. So she looked at me. She like, so you, so you're not gonna, you're not gonna give me a check. I was like, <laughs> like no. She like, huh? Okay. And walked in the back room. I'm sitting there looking at brother number two. Like, who she think? This is Tony's payday. <laughs> like, I just. This is not no. <laughs> PlayStation. And rallies, that's what this is. money is earmarked for. My mom comes back into the room, and she gets real close to me. Like, she's about to give me a hug. But her arms don't go around me. So I'm like, okay, this is peculiar. She was like, sign that check and give it here. And I feel something jabbing my ribs. So, like, I look at my mom's. She looked down. Then looked back up at me, like back in my eye. I follow her eyes to where she was looking at. There's a little barrel of a pistol, a revolver, pointing, like, in, jabbed in my rib. So I looked down at it, and I looked back at her. She was like, sign the check. So I'm sitting there like, brother number two, you see this? Brother number two has always had impeccable timing, like he can just disappear. So I look, I'm like, brother number two, you see this? Brother number two looked at the scene, just kind of turned his head like, it's got nothing to do with me, baby. So... She like she jabbed me. She like yeah, sign a check. Jab me. And like the cool thing was, she had the pistol in one hand, and then she just held up a pen. So like I grabbed the pen. I'm like, do y'all see? Like I was like, running up to you, you see this right? He was like, I don't, no, nope, sure don't. I was like, and this is why my mom is a mom. We walked over to the table. I took the check out, and I'm like, this is crazy. But I'm laughing at the same time. Like so, what you gonna shoot me? I, I mean, I know you're not, but still. And then this, as I went to put the pen on the back of the check to endorse it, she was like, and you better write legibly. I promise you, that was the coldest, like, <laughs> you're going to give it up. <laughs> you're going to give it up smooth. Like, and I, I don't think I've ever written my name as clearly as I have that day. And I looked at her, I was like, here you go. She's like, thank you. And like, walked backwards. <laughs> I guess they learned that from the old 1950 movies. Oh, look at her, copper. Don't make me plug you, see? And like she walked backwards and then 
went into her room. The crazy thing is, I never even knew that she had a pistol. Like, I didn't know she had a pistol. And then, like, then after that, she was like, all right, I'm going to go pay this Nipsco bill. And I was like, we ain't going to talk about this. Ain't nothing to talk about. Like, <laughs> gangsters move in silence. And I think we had to go to church, like, you know, said the next day. Because Friday, yeah, Saturday, we went to. But, yeah, I think, to me, that's, I love my mom. And it just, it embarrasses her. But I think it's cute. I think it's funny. Moving on. All right, check this out. No cute music this time because we're running a little short on time. But BTP News, right? I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't pretend to know. I'm not very smart. I mean, have you heard me talking about things? It ain't. It's not the most articulate. Uh, uh, Langston Hughes, I am not. But I'm starting to notice things. and I think people are getting kind of fed up with things. All right, check this out. Author of Wrong Man's novel, and the, the novel's called The Wrong Husband, charged with murdering her own husband. Now, look, <laughs> there's a lot of things that go on in this world that, you know, you don't understand. Why is water wet? Why is this, why, 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 what's the existence of life? Certain things I understand. We just not going to know the meaning of. But the woman, she was like... She was uh, an elderly white woman, let's say, somebody's grandma age, like 50-ish, you know. Like, she she gave you the signs. Like, not only did she sit down, she wrote a book, author of the romance novel, The Wrong Husband. And in your goofy self, you probably sitting there on the album, uh, where the part was said, about the author. Oh, well, it's called Ida B. Wells is married to a the wrong husband and then you sitting there in the author picture holding her hand being supportive she didn't wrote and told you subliminally like i don't want to be mad at you you were the wrong husband she should put parentheses for me ida b wells like that was that's what she should have did but he, he didn't get the message you know and he probably was helping her write the book and you know first draft second draft he probably read over it like um I don't like in this part, like, can, is there a better way to say that she regrets her life and all her life decisions? And then Ida B, she was probably like, man, maybe it is, maybe it is. And then she threw some more words, like, each day with him became more and more laborious. And then the husband probably like, I like that, laborious, because it sounds like labor. He gave positive feedback, and he read, you know, her notes or whatever, and he gave her notes, and he's, you know... Ida B was like, I don't, I don't think I can finish this story. And this supportive dude was like, no, you can finish this story. This is a good story. People need to hear this story, you know. And then they, then when the letter came in, say it was accepted for publishing. You know, Ida B opened the letter, and then she was she's like, oh, my letter's being, my my my, my movie's been, nah, Chuck. The, my novel's being printed. And he probably gave a hug, like, well, I knew you could do it, baby. You had it in you all the time. And then Ida B was like, I just feel like, you know, it was so much I wanted to say and so much I wanted to get off my chest. And he was like, well, baby, we did it together. And then, you know, I guess she realized that my man, he was reading, but he was too supportive. He was draking. You know, draking is a young rapper. And he's super sensitive. This was her drake. And she said, you are the wrong husband. And he in the background humming, Kiki, do you love me? Will you want me? And he, so she killed him. And the bad thing is, the signs were there. But he didn't want to see it because love, love blind you. Speaking of love blind you, 
another story. Um, let's see. Wife accused of poisoning husband with eye drops shot him with crossbow back in 2016. All right, now check this out. I followed the story initially. Not too long ago, a woman poisoned her husband with eye drops. Now, when I first saw it, I was thinking she had poisoned eye drops and was he was he had dry contacts or something. He was dripping them in his eyes because this is your home for uninformed, uninformed news. Right. Well, come to find out upon further investigation, if you put eye drops in water or you put it in your body over a prolonged period of time, certain functions start shutting down, ultimately causing death. Right. Well, my girl, she. Back in 2016, she shot the man in the back of the head. He was a millionaire, by the way. So take from that what you will. Shot him in the back of the head with a crossbow. Now, her story was. They was in the house. And he was trying to shoot her, show her how to shoot a, a compound crossbow. You, I mean, you, I guess because you're rich, you got enough space. Like, no, 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 we just do it in the house. That's what his story was. So I guess she say, I'm going to go work on loading and unloading the crossbow in the bedroom. And he said, okay, honey, well, you do what you got to do. I'm going to sit out here and be rich. And she was like, yes, you will. So she goes in the room. And quote unquote, the 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 crossbow fires, right? Well, the crossbow. If you know anything about crossbows, you got the bolt. The bolt is like the shaft, right? And then you got heads that you can put on. The heads are like uh, the arrow tips that you know kids find the Indian arrow, arrow tips. Those are the parts that like really kind of mess you up. So there was a bolt in there, but no head on it. Now the thing about these compound bows, like they could still mess you up. So they in the room, he like, baby. And, he, and she was like, yeah, honey. Say, would you mind closing the door? I hate for you to shoot me in the back of the head. And she had to scope in the back of his head, like, I wouldn't dream of it, honey. Foomp. And the thing and he probably was like, smack him in the back of the head. And see, those things, they still stick in you. You can still kill stuff with bolts, with just the, the shaft part. So, and my man, he saw oblivious. He's like, honey. And she like, yes, baby. He's like, uh, that's something in the back of my head. Did something bite me? He's like, no, baby, why would you say that? Because the back of my head hurt. And then she was like, all right, well, don't put your hand back there. And as soon as, as, soon as he said that, of course, he put it like, what's this thing out of the back of my head? He said, I told you not to put your hand back there. Now she got to call the police. Because, see, the whole thing was, I think she was going to say it was an accident, but she also killed him. But it didn't work. So when the cops get there, cops say, all right, sir, would you mind telling me what happened? And this is how much this dude loves her. It's the darndest thing. My pure, my, my pure, poly pure bread wife, she was in there working innocently enough, learning how to load and unload the crossbow because I like to kill endangered animals. That's what I like to do. And she's taking interest in me to kill things for fun and for sport. So while she was back there, bless her little heart, she uh, the, 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 the trigger mechanism somehow engaged and fired shooting at me right in the back of my head the darnest thing really i thought you know if it was a snake it would have bit me right so now the cops walk across this mansion to go talk to her she's pretending to be crying in the bedroom but really she just kind of sitting there just kind of like dang it man i can't can't believe i missed that big head so they're like okay man what is happening she was like well what did he say and he the cops like well he said you was working on the thing and you 
And you asked, and, and she was like, yeah, that. That that exactly. Like, okay, nothing else you want to add? No, nope, nope. It was accident. I was going to claim self-defense in the back of his head, but no, it was exactly as he said it. We like to kill things for fun. So nothing was charged. And then because he was so in love with her, he didn't even know. Baby, would you give me some water? She said, sure. He's like, mm, this water tastes funny to you? And, uh, no, baby. What is, what does it taste like? It tastes like tears. Tears and uh, the X's that you see on Snow White uh, the when they dip the apple into the smoke. That's what it tastes like. She said, that's really specific that you would say it tastes like tears and a little poison smoke with the X's when Snow White's sister, Mama, dipped the apple in the poison. He like, it tastes just like tears and poison. And she was like, no, but I'm going to give you some more water because you look dehydrated. And then the brother died. Let's see. Um, finally. Finally. Finally, I guess the end. I got nothing else. Hmm. All right, fam. Well, this has been um, another episode of BTP News. Oh, wait a minute. That, see, look, the devil's alive. He's hiding me right in my face. Okay, man flies plane into house. Now, I did also, admittedly, I've been doing a little, just I got to look a little bit into it because if it catches my eye, I got to see if it's worth actually talking about. Right? So this man, who makes a lot of money, very nice house. The house was very immaculate. That's the word for the day, family. Immaculate. It means stupid, dumb, big house, right? So they're in this immaculate house, and uh, the wife, she doesn't work. So the husband, he's like, uh, honey, uh, can I talk to you for a second? And the wife was like, sure. Sure, what what you want to talk about? What you want to talk about? And he was like, look, uh, I, I think you'll agree I work very hard in this house, right? And he's like, well, you, I mean, you work, you do work, you make money, but not necessarily in this in this house, sweetie. But, you, yeah, you do work to to provide the house. I give you that. And he was like, well, you're, you're darn tootin'. And when I come to the house, uh, I don't really like, uh, I'm sorry to raise my voice here, but I don't like when you have the dishwasher loaded with the bowls facing upward. Because, see, <sighs> The water pretty much collects inside of the bowl, and that's 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 not really getting the rest of the dishes uh, really clean. I hate to be a stickler about it, but it's just it, it grinds my gears. I gotta tell you. And the wife's like, "Oh, well, I I, I see what you're saying, but um, honey, it's a dishwasher. If you don't like what it's doing, you can wash the dishes again, or you, better yet, you can wash them before you put them in the dishwasher." That way, it 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 doesn't make a difference, you see, honey. And the guy was like, "Well, uh, <laughs> I hate to, you know, uh, pull a rank here, but I I, I I I I bought a dishwasher, and I I, I do believe I I married a dishwasher." He threw the gauntlet down on her, like, "Boom!" She was like, "Oh, oh, oh is me? Is that me? You're calling me the the dishwasher? Oh, I see, because you said there is a dishwasher, and then you married. So I am the dishwasher." Wash it. That's funny. That's real funny. And she walked away. And then the dude was like, <laughs> guess I told her, right? So then she came back in the room. And it's a big house. So you hear the, the heels click, clack, and click, clack, click. She turned around. But you know, you know what? I I, I thought I married uh, a man, right? You, so you you have a dishwasher. And then, you know, you, you married a dishwasher. 
I thought I had a man, and 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 I don't. I, I'm looking around. I I don't see him. <laughs> Maybe I didn't marry a man. So then she started walking away. Then he was click clack click, and he was like, "Oh, she's a sassy one, right? Okay, okay." Then she comes back again. She was like, "Uh, uh, you know, I was uh, I, huh?" She and she looked past him. She's looking past him, looking past him. He's like. Honey, uh, what what are what are you looking for? Like I, hmm, I, I think I think. Okay, I'm not gonna say that, but you're acting feminine. I thought I I thought I was straight, but apparently I'm a lesbian because you're acting like a female. And then walked out again, click click click, and he was like, oh, Russell 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 Russell, right? And then my man looked around his big house. He said, I. I got to clear my head. I got to clear my head. He gets in his car. Very nice car. He's driving. And he's actually kicking himself, right? Because he set it up. He was like, well, I said she was a dishwasher. Then I bought a dishwasher. But then she's going to say lesbian. And then lesbian. And then she's going to say uh, no man to be seen. Okay, okay, cool. So he drove, but that wasn't enough. So then he jumps. He goes actually to a private airspace and gets into his plane. He's like, I got to really get above the situation. Now I can see my perspective changes. I can see what's going on, right? So he flies to his house. He's just doing circles around his house. He's like, look at her. She's underneath me, figuratively and literally. I just say, and he, he was so insecure. My man was like, you know what? Uh-uh. And he, he dive bombed his lightweight airplane into their big house. Now, the thing, the key words here is lightweight plane into big house. Because as he went on this kamikaze journey, spewing venom and hate as he went to meet his maker, it hit the house, right? And the woman, she gets on the phone, says, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, does something fall out the sky? So she goes out the house. She's like, I think a plane hit the house. Like, And then. She looked and saw the tail end of the plane with the call sign on it. You know, the, the guy like the dis- distinguishing numbers or the JX nine twelve whatever. And she just she had to say, huh, and just hung up the phone. You know why she hung up that phone? Because this man was so petty. You know what I'm saying? Like it's got to hurt you, but also you gotta realize you made a dumbass. Like you were so upset with me, you was gonna burn down this house over some dishes, everything that we built with me inside of it. You hated. What happened? I got the best of you one time. But at the same time, you're a failure. Look at this. You tried to kill yourself. You couldn't You couldn't even do that right. You couldn't You couldn't shoot me in the back of the head with an arrow. At least them women had, they had the, the, the conviction to stand by what they wanted. But you, you got your plane. You circled. You circled. And then you ineffectively just landed on the house. Now I got to call somebody clean you out the gutters. Look at God. Okay, y'all. Good episode, hopefully. Uh, it's really nice talking to y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Please hit us on the IG, Bros3Pod. If you like, please share. Ain't no like and subscribe, but just share. And uh, talk to y'all soon. All right, bye.